Hello and welcome to Unbreak Your Health, the podcast program about the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'm Alan Smith in Plano, Texas, author of Unbreak Your Health, and today our topic is biomagnetic therapy, and our guest is Susie Ballier, dean of the Biomagnetic Institute, which she founded in 1995. Susie is trained in occupational therapy, biomagnetic therapy, and medical Qigong, and has over 20 years of experience in healthcare. You actually watched Qigong masters practice biomagnetics in China years ago, didn't you? That's right. That's where I started realizing that this substance that's invisible, called Qi, can have an effect on magnetic fields and that there must be some kind of relationship between what we know of as biomagnetism and what they know of in China as Qi. What is biomagnetic therapy? So the way I describe it is we start looking at its cousin, magnet therapy, which is the external application of magnets to the human body to affect the health. Well, not only do we need to look at what a magnet can do to the body, we need to also look at what the soup or the sea of the electromagnetic fields are doing to the body. So in biomagnetic therapy, we're also looking at reducing harmful electromagnetic pollution so that a person might be aware of what could be interfering with their energy. So sometimes people will say, you know, I've had a good response with my acupuncture treatment or my acumagnetic treatment, but it's not holding. And then we look at their home environment and we discover, well, there's a lot of stress in their home environment, especially at the head of the bed when the body is supposed to be resting, that there's this electromagnetic field that's kind of ramping up the brain and preventing it from getting the restorative rest that it needs. So then we consult on how to reduce those harmful fields as well as increase the healthful fields. I noticed on your website there was a mention about Dr. Robert Becker and how he discovered that our bodies produce negative magnetic energy as a healing response. So when negative magnetic force is applied, it supplements our natural healing ability. So we actually have scientific proof of how magnetism helps our healing, don't we? That's exactly right. And so what his research was showing is that, for example, when you injure yourself, electromagnetically that's going to register positive. And so let's say with a a broken bone, it's going to register positive for maybe about 10 days, and then the body flips the switch and starts going to negative. Well, what we do in the therapy is as soon as the person knows they're injured, we begin supplementing with the negative magnetic field, and this then switches the body's system to skip all of the stress signals and go right into the healing signals, and that's why we get an acceleration in body healing. And sometimes we won't even see the bruises or we won't even see that inflammation response because the body doesn't need to, you know, stabilize and inflame and prevent movement. It just goes right into the healing phase, and so that's the flipping of that electrical switch in the body. Susie, you started really to answer this question, but I'll go ahead and ask it anyway. How does the polarity and strength of the magnet make a difference in its healing properties? Those are the key parameters that we really need to pay attention to when doing this type of work because polarity, back in the 30s, Davis and Rawls were working and discovering that each magnetic pole has a different biological effect and most 
physics books don't understand this concept yet. So there's always this lag between discovery and then when it becomes common knowledge. But the negative field is going to be pH normalizing, where the positive field is going to be pH acid producing, which is more like leading towards disease. So these two different fields, when used in therapy, can have a tremendous response on the body, whether it's signaling stress or whether it's signaling healing. And so then when you have this pattern of using a positive and negative together, that's what's used in Dr. Goyce's work, which is canceling out a field, which you can use the two poles together as a way to break up the resonance between bacteria and viruses. It is very much being discovered that bacteria and viruses will hang out in the body in certain areas. And so if we can, like, erase their memory of the virus so that the virus is no longer able to do what it normally does, then we can prevent diseases and we can use the magnetic fields to diagnose or to scan these energy imbalances before they manifest in physical symptoms. What are some of the health benefits of biomagnetic therapy? You know, it can be used for, you know, subtle preventative things. Like if I know that I've been exposed to somebody who's had a cold, I can treat my lymph nodes and then it boosts my immune system and then I don't come down with their symptoms. It can also be used to reverse diseases. For example, I have many clients that have cancer. And what we do is we kind of give them the full magnetic field while they're sleeping. And what this does is it changes the pH of the body and it gives the body the ability to overcome the cascading of the disease. And then with basic accelerating recovery, any cut, burn, or bruise is going to heal three times faster if you, you know, bring the magnetic field right in as soon as the injury occurs. So there's lots of simple benefits and then... You know, if you're going to be dealing with multiple issues, then I would say you really need to have a therapist guiding you. But it's something that can be as simple in your first aid kit. So biomagnetic therapy works not only on chronic conditions, but also acute health problems too, doesn't it? That's exactly right. And it can be, you know, from as simple as I work with some teenagers and, you know, they've got a big date coming up and they want to have an acne-free face. So they wash in magnetic water, (laughs) and this helps them prevent the acne. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I have people that have, you know, lesions on their face from cancer, and so they also are washing in the magnetic water, and then they're sleeping with the magnet on their face at night with a negative pole towards the body, and it's remarkable how fast the tissue will dry up, and then the scab will fall off, and it'll be normalized. And I've even worked with people that have had, they go in and they have the surgery, and then the cancer grows back because it still has the magnetic pattern of disruptive energy. It's sort of like you think of the um, the ducks on a pond, and so if cancer is all these ducks going every which way, doing whatever, just growing and growing and growing, it's very chaotic. And so even though you remove the ducks from the pond, more ducks will come back and they'll be all over the place. But if you put the magnetic field to organize the tissue, all of the ducks line up and, you know, then they head south in a really orderly fashion, and then the person is free of the cancer. So it's quite remarkable to see these reversals of disease process. Can it also be used as a preventative measure to protect our health? Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's where the learning of biomagnetic pair 
which actually back in, um, let's see, I think it was in the 70s, again, Davis discovered this technique of using the magnet to scan for hydrogen ion concentration in the body and getting a kinesiological reflex when the body would lengthen or shorten in response to this magnetic field, and then that would be able to identify where there was hidden bacteria or viruses in the body, and then being able to remove those before they start really showing the symptoms of the disease. So for prevention, you know, it's, it's great. And I think as far as boosting people's immune systems, we live in such a society where most of us are sleep-deprived. I had a client just last month who she hadn't slept in six months, and she used the magnetic field at the crown of her head, and it put her into the delta brain waves, and she went to sleep, and she slept for eight hours. And she said that was the first time she'd slept in all this time, so she was just in tears on the phone talking to me saying, that was so simple, thank you, I didn't have to uh, take any pills, and so now she can you know, regulate herself better with this, this magnet. You've mentioned the phrase biomagnetic pair before. I understand there's a biomagnetic pair technique. That's right. So this technique originated with this discovery in the 70s with Davis that the body will give off a signal in response to a magnet being applied to the body to discover where these imbalances are energetically. And so they were saying that it's even better than an x-ray because the, the x-ray is only looking at the bones where this scan is able to look at all the soft tissue of the body and discover where there's imbalances and then we can very simply repolarize the tissue that is going in the wrong direction so to speak and remagnetize it and then the uh, the disease doesn't take form and then Dr. Guise really studied why is it that some people get AIDS and then other people, you know, actually don't get the AIDS even though they have the AIDS virus. Well, his theory is that it's because it has to resonate with a bacteria in order for the symptoms to manifest. So Dr. Guise came up with all of these different pairs that has discovered where in the body these reservoirs of where certain bacteria and viruses like to hide in the body. And so it's very consistent that if a person, like if you take an antibiotic and you're saying, you know, I don't feel like I'm really over this problem, it could be that that bacteria is hiding somewhere in your body. And what this technique of scanning does is it identifies where it is and it neutralizes it. So the magnetic field can really be used in order to, you know, do this preventative work on a very subtle energy level. If you're enjoying this free podcast, then you're going to love my book. The second edition of How to Unbreak Your Health is your map to the world of complementary and alternative therapies, featuring 339 new and updated listings in 150 different categories. Paperback, hardcover, and ebook editions are available on Amazon.com or from your local bookstore. Are there other types of biomagnetic therapy techniques? Yes, there are. In fact, what we do is we also teach biomagnetic cupping. And so a lot of acupuncturists use the cups for dredging and clearing the meridians, as well as massage therapists are now using cups as a soft tissue release technique and physical therapists. And so when we combine the cupping with the magnets, we can get a really deep 
cleaning at the cellular level so that the body can really release and purge whatever is being stored in the body. Then there's also acumagnetics. I have a student who went to acupuncture college, and she now no longer uses needles. She only uses magnets on the points because she said, you know, so many of her clients were apprehensive about the needles. And uh, so she uses magnets, and she says she gets better results than when she did the needles. So that's pretty exciting, too. Absolutely. Can biomagnetic therapy even help with something like athletic performance? Yes. Mm -hmm. I do have clients that are, you know, serious competitors, and what they do is they want to increase the ATP, they want to increase their energy before their event. So it's not really called blood doping, but your blood will hold more oxygen if you use the magnetic field, the hemoglobin molecule will be more receptive to holding oxygen. So when you're running, you have more power and more stamina. And then after the event, the lactic acid that builds up in your muscles can be dissipated more quickly. And that might be a technique where we're doing the stroking of the magnet to really move and get the circulation and get the lactic acid out of the body. Magnetism offers antibiotic properties that microorganisms can't develop immunity to, doesn't it? That's right. So a lot of my clients, when they need, you know, to have a, a joint replaced, like a hip or a knee, yeah, you got to have the structure so they get the joint replaced. But then in the recovery after surgery, the big risk is for an infection. So if they use the magnetic field post-surgery, what happens is the tissue aligns up together and is very smooth, and so there's no hypertrophic scarring, and so then there's greater flexibility, there's less inflammation, so again, more flexibility, and their recovery time is faster. I even worked with a patient that was, let's see, he was going in for open heart surgery, and so right after his surgery, he placed the magnet on the wound, and it healed very quickly, and he was you know, amazed at how fast he was discharged from the hospital, and that's because his wound healed so quickly, and it, you know, healed without infection, and so that was just a very successful combination of integrating when he needed surgery, but then to have the healing with the magnet to prevent the complications of possible infection. Susie, if we accept that we have this living energy within us, then aren't microwaves and cell phones and other electronics that surround us all day a health hazard? Very much, because what they're doing is they're speeding up the brain. They're getting us to, when you think about, well, what is resonance? Resonance is if you were to take um, like a tuning fork and strike it, and then this tuning fork next to it started resonating in the same frequency, they'd be vibrating together. Well, since the human being is an antenna, when we go into nature and we start resonating with, you know, they talk about the Schumann resonance field, we feel very relaxed, we feel very calm, we love to go camping, we love to be outdoors in nature, because this kind of resets our brain calm. And then when we go into a stressful environment, let's take like an airport, for example, where there's, you know, lots of devices going on all the time, and these fields are bombarding us. So if we could visually see them, we probably would avoid them because they would, they would be looking so harmful to us. But since they're invisible, we just absorb them and go on about our day saying, oh, I feel fatigued, I feel stressed. And uh, a lot of times it's because of this inability of the brain to relax. 
So it's really important that when we sleep, we can go into that deep regenerative phase of the brain. I know the Food and Drug Administration has classified the application of magnet fields to humans as not essentially harmful. So it's really very safe, isn't it? Yes, yes. That's the beautiful thing is, you know, when I first started doing this back in the 90s, I was very much set out to prove that this doesn't work and to prove that it was, you know, just pretend. (laughs) And I've been doing this since, and I still have never found uh, a case where somebody has not benefited. And usually it's the the double benefit that occurs. For example, I was working with a woman who was treating her temple of her head for headaches, and the side effect was her glaucoma numbers were improved. And so when she went to her eye doctor, the eye doctor said, you know, I've been monitoring your eyes, and there's you know, been all this risk, and now it's been reversed. What are you doing? (laughs) And so she said, well, I've been, you know, sleeping with this magnet on my head to help my headaches, and it reduced the interocular pressure of her eyes. So that was quite wonderful. Has there been any health research done on biomagnetic therapy recently? You know, there is continual research going on, and the hard thing is to get published. So I know that Harvard did a double-blind study a few years back, and it was on osteoarthritis. And so osteoarthritis is one of those, you know, you wear out the joints and there's nothing anybody can do for you. And then they say, well, we got to replace the joint because it's, it's worn out. Well, they were able to show that using the negative magnetic field, they were able to reduce the inflammation, increase the range of motion, and increase the strength in the knee joint of these people. And it was a double-blind study, so that was very promising. And I know that there are research that's going on with carpal tunnel syndrome. And so, you know, the hard thing is, like I said, to get it published. And so I know that there's a lot of independent researchers that are doing this work, like myself and others that are just more interested in getting the word out and getting people to use this modality and try it versus, you know, having the... um the accepted insurance companies paying for it because right now insurance companies look at it as research and so they don't have to cover it. They don't have to pay for any kind of services that are considered research. Are there any situations where we should avoid working with biomagnetic therapy like possibly somebody with a pacemaker? That's exactly right. When a person has a pacemaker, it's an electrical signal sending information to the heart. And what this does is it regulates the beating of their heart So we wouldn't want to interfere with that. Sometimes people get pain stimulator devices in their body that get turned on with magnets. So you wouldn't want to be turning the switch on with um, them inadvertently. So usually they're very aware and these people that have these switches in their bodies, you know, kind of are very cautious because they don't want anybody flipping their switch without them knowing it. Absolutely. How can someone interested in biomagnetic therapy find a trained therapist? Well, A lot of times what we do is we have a referral system, and so by contacting the Biomagnetic Institute, then we can refer you to people that have been trained in this field. Susie, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to talk with me about biomagnetic therapy today. Anyone wanting to learn more about biomagnetic therapy should visit the website at www.biomagnetic.org. You've been listening to the podcast edition of Unbreak Your Health, discovering the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'll be back soon with another edition, but to learn more about our guest today, please visit the podcast page at www.unbreakyourhealth.com. We'd love to hear from you about this program. Please send your questions and comments to info at unbreakyourhealth.com. 
This program is a joint production of Unbreak Your Health and Loving Healing Press. Thank you for listening. I'm Alan Smith, and I look forward to being with you again soon.